ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. Okay, but uh, yeah, we're live now, so uh, okay. let's 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 get this thing jumping, man. It's uh, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. It's Maestro Styles. It's Trey Frazier here in the house. Yes, sir. Um, y'all can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S P O R two. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, and we're actually on Instagram Live right now. Um, you can follow us at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, you can follow us on the Facebook page as well. And um, the website, of course, we're live there. So we got a couple of chat rooms. Uh, we got the chat on IG Live, and we also got the chat on the website. So um, just want to give a couple of shout-outs here. Uh, Big Kev 303 is in the building here. Also, we got uh, Ronald Cameron, a.k.a. RC, here in the chat. We got BS3 Sports. And, um, you know, we appreciate, you know, everybody jumping in and, uh, you know, tuning into the show tonight. And um, I, I, I guess, you know, we, we got to definitely start off with, um, you know, this this tragic uh, accident 
uh, over the weekend with uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven other um, individuals. And if you just give me a moment, because I, I, I got to shout out the other seven individuals real quick here. Um, John Altabelli, who was a college baseball coach. Um, he had his wife, um, Car- no, Alyssa Altabelli, and the daughter, Carrie Altabelli, was on that flight. Um, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and the pilot's name was Ara Zabayan. So, you know, we, we want to, you know, send love to, you know, those families that lost their loved ones. And, yep, yep. And, you know, obviously, um, Kobe Bryant and his 13 year old daughter, Gianna Bryant, um, lost in the accident as well. Um, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm watching the Terps Sunday afternoon. It was, it was a one o'clock game and I, I can't front cause I missed like the majority of the game, but they were playing Indiana and I caught like the last five minutes of the game, tuned to CBS to see what was going on. The Terps were down by like five, seven points and the Terps found a way to get a win on the road by one point. And I muted the TV for something. I guess Debbie was trying to talk to me about um, about something. And the kids was, you know, going for my attention and whatnot. And next thing you know, I turned my head back to the TV. Mind you, I had it on mute. And the post-game show to the Maryland game had Kobe Bryant's face on it. And it had 1978 to 2020. And I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa, like, what's what's going on here? Kobe? I was like, Kobe? Like, what's going on? So I started flipping channels. Um, I tuned to ESPN. They was on commercial. They didn't have anything. I tuned to NBA TV. They didn't have anything. So I'm like, okay, is this like a false, you know, report? And, you know, TMZ first reported it. And I'll I'll talk about them in a second because people are, you know, giving them smoke. Um, and then next thing you know, I was like, you know what? Um, I just remember the Pro Bowl came on. And, you know, I wasn't all that interested in the Pro Bowl per se. But I remember the Pro Bowl was about to start at 3 o'clock. So I tuned over to ABC and they had the special report about the helicopter accident and it was confirmed by them that you know Kobe was on the plane and at that point it was just rumors about who else was on the plane you know the daughters was his wife Vanessa on the flight was um I've heard Rick Fox name being thrown out there and you know it, it was just so much confusion in like the first you know five to ten minutes of us you know finding out you know, what happened and, you know, everybody's trying to scramble and find out, yo, what's real? What's, what, what's going on? Right. And man, sure enough, man. Um, next thing you know, I turned to NBC. They had the special report. Uh, CBS had it. And I, I think, I guess they was going to the golf tournament on that channel. Um, I turned to Fox. They had some college basketball on and I think they had a little special report thing going. And all of a sudden, it just started to circulate. CNN, local news channels, and 
it, I mean, it, it started hitting everywhere, and it just kind of came to the reality that, you know, this guy, you know, we, we, we lost a legend. You, you know, we lost a legend. We lost, at that time, it was five people, and I guess at the end of the day, it, it turned into nine people, um, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm still in shock, bro. I'm, you know, it's been a few days. And I'm listening to, you know, I'm listening to sports people talk. I'm listening. I just watched, um, I watched Ernie and Kenny and Charles and Shaq talk about what was going I, on. Yeah, I Yeah, I I was just watching yeah, them. And, you know, Shaq is just, you know, a mess. Um, I heard Doc Rivers um, Sunday during the game. You know, he, he was a mess. You know, you heard other people, the players. Um, there was a Nuggets game, I think. I think the Rockets and the Nuggets were about to tip off when the news hit. And, you know, at that point, people were trying to figure out whether the league should just cancel the rest of the slate of the games for the rest of the afternoon. And um, I- I'll-, I'll give you my opinion on that a little later. But um, I'm-, I'm still in shock, man. I mean, it's Tuesday night. It's over 48 hours. And I'm just like, like that. I, I can't believe this dude. Like Kobe Bryant? Like. Like the Mamba, the Mamba's not here at age what forty one. Forty one, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, I um, I woke up to a text message and um, saying that you know it was an article saying he had passed um at about I want to say like quarter to two, one fifty three, something like that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I just I didn't believe it, so I was I went on about my business, whatever, whatever I was doing. I was woken up from a text message and I went on about my business. And um, I, I guess within like maybe 15 minutes to 20 minutes, you know, it started everywhere, you know, flooding my phone. Um, and, you know, I, I'm I'm not really a TV dude, so um, I just start, you know, start scrolling my phone. Yep. And, um, of course, um, shout out to the, uh, chat rooms, uh, the group chats, the, uh, uh, the, um, X-Squad, uh, X-Squad, and, uh, I, I feel like I'm about to mess up this group chat, uh, but Doc's joint, uh, ABM's joint. Yep. And, um, and, you know, everybody was talking about it there. Um, then I started getting text messages from, like, uh, people who weren't even necessarily sports fans because they know I do a podcast mm-hmm. and was like, "Yo, like you know, you you heard Kobe, you know, heard Kobe," and and um, and one was just like, "Yo, I'm like really upset, like I'm really like upset behind all this." And so you know, for me, um, it it was shocking. It was shocking for for me for about maybe an hour or two. Um, but once all the all the love and all the condolences and the, like it, it, it hit me pretty early. Um, what what I guess stuck out to me was um, how much people regarded him. I, I know he's a basketball legend. I know he's. I, I get all of that. Um, I, I didn't think, and and I'm not. I keep it a bean. I don't. I know who he is, I respect Kobe Bryant. I don't want to make this seem like a hate podcast, but I'm not going to say and act like I'm not who 
who I am. I just was never a Kobe Bryant fan based on my love for Michael Jordan. I'm just going to say it, and, and that's it. I'm going to leave it there and everything after this. And let me stop you for a second, though. Maestro. I want, I, want, I want to stop you for a second. Um, I think it's okay to acknowledge that we're not fans of Kobe Bryant, you know, throughout the years. I think you and, and I can be, agree. Let me be clear about when I say fans. I don't have nothing against the dude. I just rooted against him. Yeah. In sports. That's it's it. Not, it's sports. Yeah, right. It's nothing about life. It's nothing personal. It's strictly sports. Yep. Um, it's strictly sports. Um, I think anybody with the with a... You know, a rational brain or objective brain watches basketball and knows the second he came into the league who he was going to be. Everybody had an idea of who he was going to be. And um, I think it's safe to say that he exceeded expectations. Um, But I'm saying that to say that I didn't I didn't I wasn't hip to how highly people regarded things like Mamba mentality. Um, I wasn't hip to how people. I mean, I, I know all the stories. He could speak Italian, and he's been he's cultured. I, I've heard all those stories. Yeah. But I didn't really have a, a a a good enough gauge on how high he was regarded um, outside of basketball. Like this, you know what I'm saying? I, it, yeah. It wasn't on my radar because I just wasn't the biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, um, as this was happening. You know, all Sunday, I'm like, damn, like, I had to job check myself. Like, how you hating on a nigga that, that influenced so many lives the way he's a, clearly affected, you know, these lives. Yep. And, um, and I, you know, to be honest, I had to, like I said, I had to check myself. Like, you sound like, at this point, um, I sound like a hater to still... You know, this dude, regardless of how I feel about him as a basketball player, um, he did what he did on the court and off the court. Yeah. Um, And he's a cemented icon legend. And um, from what everybody was saying, I mean, shouts out that he he won the Oscar after, after his NBA career. And from what I'm hearing, like, he had, like, bigger plans like he was going to be a better uh non-basketball player people say than he was a basketball player and that's saying a lot mm-hmm. um that's saying a lot so uh, really so f- for the past two days for me i've really just been soaking in like damn like this dude really um i've been for man you know i guess we here so i'll talk about it for the past month, I've been on this real, uh, this trip about, like, defining legacy and, and like, when I die, who am, and this is, like I said, this is before the Kobe stuff, um, mm-hmm. actually, uh, I seen Dave Chappelle getting the Mark Twain Award and it had me, th- his speech had me thinking about it. Okay. And, um, like, what's my legacy gonna be? And, and have I, have I affected lives the way I wanted to, you know what I'm saying, the way I want to, you know what I'm saying, and, and my Christian faith, like, not necessarily affecting lives, like, uh, you know, some advantage of the shit, but mm-hmm. what are people going to say about me when I'm gone? And not just, you know, like, my family, my close homies, but, like, if you met me as a co-worker or if you met me as, a, you know, somebody I, 
you done I've done business with, if you met me as that person or or or, or somebody who listened to the podcast or somebody who's heard some music I've done of you, like what do you how do you perceive me? How will they perceive me? And that's been heavy on my mind. So that's been going on and then this happens and all I'm doing, I'm just soaking it in. Like bam, like I seen Tyson Chandler, he ain't I ain't he say a word. He just was on the bench, like you know what I'm saying? I seen Dwayne Wade crying on IG and LeBron on, you know, walking down wherever he was at crying yep. and like bam Jerry like Jerry West crying and uh Jason Williams on ESPN, he cussing on television. He you know, like he can't even he trying to you know, keep it together. Like even uh, you know, you know, maybe to a lesser degree, because I haven't seen Stephen A. Crab, but just because he's somebody I see every day. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like this has affected an entire uh culture of people and and, and more than that, uh a generation of kids per se under me who came up who grew up on Kobe the way I grew up on Joy. Right. So it's like, uh, I'm like, damn, like, I, this is, that dude achieved something that I aspire to achieve before I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Having that impact on the world that, um, that he had, like, I can't even imagine having that kind of impact. But now that I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, damn, like, this dude really makes you check you know, who who am I? Who am you know what I'm saying? Like and how can I be better? Yeah. Um yeah. so in in that regard, um I you know, I'm I'm more in a state of like you said, you still in shock. I'm in I'm truly in a state of like reverence, like, yeah, you you did that and yeah. you, you did that and um you know, it won't you know, it won't be no uh at least no serious hate. I mean, I, 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 you know. Yeah. Well, we let me let me address that a second, but I I do want to go back to what you said, and I'll kind of extend the conversation a little bit. You talked about the number of players that it affected. You know, once you know everybody found out about Kobe perishing in the, in the helicopter accident. I watched the players at the Pro Bowl do celebrations after touchdowns to commemorate Kobe Bryant, to salute Kobe Bryant during the Pro Bowl. I watched Lamar Jackson talk about Kobe Bryant. I watched Deshaun Watson say something about Kobe Bryant. Um, Preston Smith, uh, Zadarius Smith. um, Who was it? Devontae Adams caught a touchdown and did a celebration in honor of Kobe. Um, Just to kind of extend it further than that, um, I watched Alexander Ovechkin, NHL player, um, talk about Kobe Bryant. And it's like, yo, like, he's not just affecting people that have to do with the NBA or basketball. He's affecting other genres of entertainment. He's affecting other leagues. I mean, the NFL, the NHL. Um, they talked to Tiger Woods after Tiger Woods was doing his tournament that afternoon. And he didn't even know about it until his caddy told him after the 18th hole and said, hey, I got something shocking to tell you. You know, Kobe Bryant passed away in a helicopter accident. And he was like, excuse me. And then next thing you know, he's talking to the CBS reporter, you know, 
two minutes later and saying, hey, how you, you know, what's your reaction? And Tiger's like, man, I, I just found out like five minutes ago. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of stunned. And, and I kind of learned something, you know, anytime these tragedies happen with people, you kind of learn some new stuff about them. Um, or other people per se, but I, I didn't know that Tiger was a Laker fan. I, I had no idea that you know he had a connection with Kobe and the Lakers and all that there. But you you, you saw how you know he affected other you know other people in other sports. Um, the Grammys, the Grammys was on Sunday night, and so ironic that it took place at the Staples Center. That you know they weren't gonna have to go through the night without acknowledging Kobe Bryant and I got to shout out Alicia Keys um Boys the Men for the tribute that they did and you know I'm not a Grammys guy I, I'm you know I don't really deal with that stuff yeah yeah you know because they you know they had they had to say something you know you you kind of knew that they were going to open up with a tribute in some form of way I know Lizzo opened up the show she had a tribute um and I and I heard that a few other acts that performed that night did some tributes of their own and like I said I'm not a Grammys guy so I kind of I I was only interested in what they were gonna say you know coming out the gate and then I just kind of you know changed the channel to right. something else there yeah yeah something. so um it's it's funny to me man um I think somebody in the chat I think it was Fame Up the Prospect he was on Twitter. Um, Sunday, and I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing him, but he said that he has the same feeling about Kobe's death the same way he felt about Biggie and Tupac's death. Um, and you know, I I, I I've been telling people you know on social media that I, I think it's okay to say that you weren't a fan of Kobe Bryant. You know, I I think it's okay to feel what you feel. You know, you you, you can't tell people what to feel, how to feel, and, you know, when to feel it. It's just, it's just an emotion, you know. I, I think it's yeah, okay to express think, that. Go ahead. I do think it's important, I do think it's important, and I, and I can only speak for me, I won't, I won't speak for nobody else and, and how they should feel. Yep. I think it was important to say that because it was the truth, but I think it's also important that if you are, if you are one of those who rooted against Kobe on a, whether it be a personal or a, you know, a basketball sports type of situation yep. that, um, you, you do take a time out to be like, man, like if, if you really real with yourself, this dude lived life and, um, in 41 years and lived it the way it was supposed to be lived. Yep. Um, and, and certainly not mistake free, but, but I'm, and I'm, I'm just go ahead and get right to it. Um, these these people who uh, the, the I don't know if you heard about this t- saw this tweet about the uh, the comedian uh, that Michael Rappaport tweeted Mm-mm. and basically uh, I forget his name was like Azir or Azir or, or something okay and this 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 motherfucker real live was on his whatever his social media post is and for real for real i'm glad i don't know the nigga so i don't have to say his name and give him no no light mm-hmm. um was really live on his on his shit talking about uh yeah uh he got what he deserved off of raping off of rape okay the colorado thing yeah off of raping shorty in colorado 
and I don't like that. Um, the this, the younger I don't know. You heard about the younger in the Washington Post who uh, got suspended at the Washington Post. You know what? I think uh, I don't know the name, but I do recall seeing something on social media where an employee got fired for saying something. I I do recall that. I know, I know about somebody getting suspended. I don't know about somebody getting fired, but I do know that um, that that person, you know, kind of said said some of the same things that the comedian said. Mm -hmm. And look, man. and look, man. I, I guess at the end of the day, there's always going to be the, uh, you know, with all the the adoration and, and acknowledgement we show for what he's done, there's always going to be somebody on the, on his deathbed that oh, has something negative to say. Of course. And but you know that that's I, I can't I don't like I said I can't. Res- I can't respect no motherfuckers like that, man. And, and, and again, I'm not... I, and know, it's usually it's usually the cats that's on, you know, at home in front of their computer. It's it's mostly those cats. It's not nobody... Well, no, this motherfucker... Let's be very clear. This motherfucker was not at home on his computer. This motherfucker was in the streets on his cell phone mm-hmm. recording himself saying what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And this Washington Post person was a person who uh, does, you know... It's, she, she's, or I don't know if it's a she. Let me stop saying she. Um, the person is like somebody who works for the Washington Post. They, they were. Uh, I don't know if it was per social media or per you know article, mm-hmm. but they really putting this energy out here. Like, and I'm like, look, now, right now, like this, right now, mm-hmm. that's the time. This, this is the time where you need, where you got to be like. Who do, who do you think who do you think you enlightening by saying that? Who do you think you helping by saying that? Like what what do I don't it, it, I don't understand niggas like that. Like who what do you what were you achieving? What do you think you were achieving by saying that? Unfortunately, saying you got cats that um you got cats that hate because they hate themselves. Um you you got cats that want to see other people fail because they failed at life themselves. You, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. So it's like it's kind of like that saying, "Hurt people, hurt people." You, you know what I'm saying. So as much as some of these, you see these guys on Twitter, on Facebook, and you know, writing these comments with all the hate and everything, regardless of who it is, man. Um, just understand that these people are hurt. You, you know what I'm saying. And they they got to take it out on somebody. And, you know, he, in this situation, Kobe, you know, he's he's got that situation. And look, any if, if anybody's to write an autobiography on Kobe Bryant, obviously they're going to include what went down with the Colorado thing. And, and that's fair. That's fine. But to just, you know, like you described, just come out of your mouth and just start spewing all this hate and kind of putting a death wish on somebody to say, well, he deserved it. He had it coming, you know, this kind of attitude, this kind of language, like, like, come on, like, I'm, 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 I'm just not rocking with that. Let me cut you off. I disagree with your assessment. They, it's not hurt people, hurt people. You know what it is? It's called clout chasing on the internet. It's called clout chasing. It's you bum ass niggas and you bum ass bitches that's on here just saying shit to get likes and to get, and to get people 
to notice your little dumbass platform. You just like these motherfuckers that say anything, trolls. They'll say anything just mm-hmm. to just to get some buzz popping on their social media. Like y'all niggas want to be popular so bad, y'all want to be famous so bad that y'all sit, y'all uh, throw y'all morals and integrity aside to say some old, you know, some old Bama shit. And I don't, and, and you know. They always going to be here for as long as the internet is going to be. I mean, I can't even just say the internet. For as long as um, there are people that are cool and for the call, there's always going to be contrarians. There's always going to be motherfuckers that just want attention. It's the, and these motherfuckers is out here on attention. I don't even think because let's be clear. Um, if you want, if if you if on the, I guess the standard of success, this dude is a comedian who who you know. Is clearly getting attention, and this lady got a decent job for the Washington, or had a decent job for the Washington Post if she's fired, like you said. Mm-hmm. But anything to bring some some traffic to your platforms or to your to what you do that you would think that even if you believe that to be true, to do that on that man's dying bed is just some immoral shit. And you know what I'm saying? We're not talking about somebody who out here, you know doing foul shit, killing kids and dropping bombs on third world countries and raping, you know, like, we ain't talking about nobody that's doing no wild shit. We mm-hmm. talking about a dude who's done nothing but uh, uplift the community and show Bama's how basketball is supposed to be played and show, I mean, in, in my book, show even players who think all they got is basketball. Like, this is how you do it when you leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is like, he's a father. He's you know what I'm saying? Like, for you, the, in the midst of all this uh, positivity that you're getting on your timeline, you want to be that one motherfucker that's going to say something different so you could be seen. And it's just so you could be seen. And for them types of niggas, we, I don't respect you. I don't respect that comedian. I don't respect that, uh, that um, whoever, whoever the person at the post was. Um, and while we on... Uh, while we on throwing shade. Uh, well, before you do that, before you, before you do that, um, I, I just got a response to what you said there, and I know you, I know you disagree with me about the hurt people, hurt people thing, and I and I don't doubt that the people that you're talking about that you're referencing are people who are just you know clout chasers and just looking for attention, followers, a platform, you know, something to say that'll get people to you know, flock to you. I, I, I don't disagree with that part about it. Um, I'll say this, though, and I'll, I'll kind of put a bow on just this sort of the segment. Um, I, I think it can be both. I think people can clout chase. I think people can starve for attention just to get likes, clicks, that kind of a thing. Um, I also think that People and you know you don't know you don't know what's in a person's heart you don't know what's in a person's head you don't know what the you know the troubles that you know people have gone through. Um, I, I I will say I think it's a it's a combination of both. I think hurt people hurt people, and I also think that like you said, folks are just out here just you know starving for attention. Um, but I I do want to go back to the comment I made earlier that Fame said that he felt like this is the same feeling he had about Biggie and Tupac as he's had now with, you know, with Kobe dying. Um, I, I, I do want to say this in response to that. And I, and I don't, um, I don't disagree with what he said. Um, I don't know how he felt, you know, obviously back then, 
But I'll, I'll say this in reference to that. Um, the Kobe death hit me, but it hit me on a different level. Um, in, in regards to the Biggie death, and we're talking 23 years ago, um, just to kind of put it in perspective for me, I was 14 years old, you know, on my way to high school when Biggie passed away. Um, 23 years later, I'm 37 years old, and I'm a father of two. I'm a father of a son and a daughter. I can relate to Kobe Bryant on that level in a sense that I'm a father who's trying to raise two kids, specifically a daughter, and to see this man perish the way he did along with his 13-year-old daughter, the parish in the way that she did, that that hits a different level. The thing with Biggie for me was that it was just the fact that Biggie grew up in my neighborhood. You know, we, we came up in the same neighborhood. It wasn't so much that, you know, I could relate to Biggie because, you know, Biggie was older than us. You know, he, 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 was, he was a lyricist to us. He was one of the dopest MCs um, at that time. Um, it just hits on different levels, you know, uh, going back to Kobe, um, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a father, you know, it, 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 it's tough, man. And maybe that's why after 24, 48 hours, I'm still kind of like, like, damn, like, like this dude is really gone. And his daughter is, you know, who, you know, had her whole life ahead of her, you know, was balling, you know was destined to do great things with basketball and you know she's not even going to get the opportunity to see that through you know that that hits me as a father you, you know you know what i'm saying and 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 for somebody and for all the dads out there you know that just you know have children period it, it it's gotta it's gotta hit the same way on the same level um yeah i feel you coming through and why uh, where you coming from and why we there, man? We definitely want to send uh, prayers to the families, uh, to uh, you know Kobe's wife and uh, the other kids that were left. Um, yep. And getting to your point about um, about uh, Gianna, she uh, you know obviously you know she played ball. They were on their way to a basketball game that day, and um, you know I was watching you know Miss. The Jimmy Kimmel interview came up where um, Kobe was talking about how you know people were saying he need to have a son, he need to have a son, so yep. they can carry on tradition. And she was very adamant about you know like I know he don't need no son. I'm gonna be the one that's gonna carry on tradition, and you know like, like she was ready to go um, for what I hear. Um, for what I hear, because I haven't had an opportunity to watch none of the games online or nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a squad um, that, that uh, the team that she was on. They had a squad that he was coaching. Their coach was coaching, um, and uh, for all intents and purposes, um, she had a dream, and he was facilitating her <laughs> um, to live out that dream. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's tough. Um, like you know, we are all affected the way we are affected, and. All the uh, NBA players and coaches and staff members and all those people are affected, but um, none of that compares to uh, the wife and the kids and the family members that were affected, um, who family members died in that hel- in that helicopter crash, man. So I definitely um, want to, you know, 
send out prayers and condolences to all the families involved because um, while we all are affected and we have all this uh, sympathy for what they're going through and, oh, we could relate and, and all that shit we be saying, which is cool, and it's cool for us to have those feelings, mm-hmm. um, Shorty, husband is gone and her uh, child is gone. Those kids' siblings is gone and their father is gone. And they got to deal with that. Um, and my, my kids don't have to deal with that today. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, at, um, <laughs> um, that, that there, um, if we want to talk about, you know, me feeling something, um, that, that there, he left children. He left a wife yep. who, um, you know, you know, for all intents and purposes, is probably financially well off, but fuck the money. Like, you, we, we've publicly watched them go through it and they're still together. Yep. And for, and to lose them this way, it, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, um, you know, I can't express or even imagine how that kind of pain, because, you know, because, like I said, we're not going through that. We're not. We're, we're not going through that. Like, yeah, we're it's, not, it's, 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 it's hard to imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. For us, it's just hard to, you know, fathom that. Like, you know, a, a, a helicopter crash? Like, that. Like that's crazy. Like, sometimes, I, I second-guess flying sometimes. You know, even, even with, you know, stuff that goes on like this. I mean, I fly, on average, about maybe once a year. You know, we, we, whenever we fly to Atlanta or we fly someplace else for vacation, man, that doubt creeps in sometimes when it, you know when it comes to these planes. And I'm just kind of speaking on a on a life level here. You know, I'm not trying to you know yeah, get away from the subject, but I, I do get the sense that um, I sometimes when you're flying, that that doubt creeps in very slightly sometimes. So, but. On a, on a, deeper than that, you know, piggybacking off of that, man, this is something that they do. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this for years. Yep. They don't, like, he travels from his home to the stadium in a helicopter. This is what yeah. he does. Yeah. This is not, this, this, this wasn't like a one-off where, you know, one day he decided, you know, I'm rich, let me go fly a helicopter. This is what he does. He's yep. done it for years. This is how he traveled. Yeah. On a, on a, on a, on a regular basis. So this was just a regular day for him. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I mean, sure. You know, isn't that, I don't think, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess everybody who flies does, may or may not have that, um, that kind of nervousness that you speak of, but I can't, like this dude does, I can't imagine that he thought, like that was probably the furthest thing from his mind that day. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> and to take it a step further, I I think most athletes because you you think most you think of the average athlete, they have to travel, you know, during their regular seasons and playoffs. You know, it's another day for them too when we you know when they're flying when it's in season. So, I I I th- I think you're onto something when you say this is just nothing new to these guys. And in particular Kobe Bryant because uh, Yeah, but I'm speaking specifically Kobe Bryant flying flying helicopter sure this is something he does like on a everyday basis for you i've if i remember hearing it right for at least 20 years <laughs> yeah whether um, it's the regular season or not he takes he the helicopter helicopter yeah you know what i'm saying 
Like, so from wherever his home is in California to uh, Staples Center, he was flying helicopter. Yeah. Um, so it's like, this ain't, this. it's almost like, you know, like that was not like his Uber in some sorts where he needed to go to home games. Like, that's what he did. Yeah. Um, he flew helicopters. So it's like, you know, I, they the way it was told to me, like how we drive cars, mm-hmm. he rides helicopters. Yeah, so, I know. You know that comfortability you feel in a car. Yep. Is the comfortability that he feels in a helicopter? No, I know. So, so I know. So I mean, that's you. Of course, car accidents happen every day, but you don't get in your car and think I'm going to get into a car accident. Certainly. You know yeah, for certain. For certain. So, yeah, so, so um, to the uninitiated. The second I step on a helicopter, I am fearful of my life. You know what I'm saying? So this is um, <laughs> this is like this is craziness. Like uh, um, again, uh, condolences to the families, man. Because like I said, uh, with all the empathy and all the impact he's had on our lives, and, and you know, it, it's not the impact that those families are going through. It's, it's not that. Yeah, nah. Nah, not it's at not all. That. Not 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 it's at all. Not that. Now to the uh <sighs> Yes, yeah, so, yeah we we got to give some smoke to some people. Um Um uh, at, know, at least I, at least I do. I I I got some smoke okay. to give to some people. Well, um well I, well, I hope your 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 number one on the list is my same number one on the list cuz here I go. Uh-huh. Uh MSNBC. Um uh look I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that whoever that reporter was went on the air intentionally to say the Los Angeles niggas. I don't think that. I don't believe that. I just don't. I I, I don't believe that somebody um, in that moment would be so um, insensitive, one uh, and flat out stupid. Um, or, and even three racists, um, and flat, like just flat out on television racist, um, to say the Los Angeles niggas. I do truly believe mm-hmm. in what she said in the, in, in her statement. In that, the tweet? You know, yeah, in the tweet that she was trying to, uh, she didn't mean to say Knicks and was trying to hurt the fit Lakers in it and it came out the way it sounded. She might have said Lakers, but guess what? It sounded like niggas, so you got to go. <laughs> um, my problem with that, um, and what I mean by what, what that, with what's happening. not your, yeah, not your explanation, but my problem with her, with her explanation about it. Okay. Kobe Bryant has played for one franchise and one mm-hmm. franchise only, and that is the mm-hmm. L.A. Lakers. Yeah. How the Knicks come into like how the Knicks comes to mind when she's doing this and mind you they they're professionals they read teleprompters through this stuff that and that's and that's the only thing that's the only thing that that but I'll say this to 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 your point mm-hmm. uh, about why she could think of, why she could possibly think about the Knicks um have you ever heard of Nutella the peanut butter yep okay so you must not remember this, but I remember it like it was yesterday because, well, you used to work in grocery stores like I did too, so I yeah. don't know how you don't remember this. Absolutely, but yeah. 
But uh, Nutella, uh, for a while, at least back in them days, uh, 2001, I guess, 2002, you know, them t- them them lowly grocery store days. Uh, oh, yeah, them, uh, them $7 an hour uh, yeah, cashier positions. Me, I remember that. I remember that. But <laughs> I remember specifically that Kobe Bryant was in a Knicks uniform on those Nutella jars. Hmm. I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. Hmm. Um, now you about to make me go to Google. Yeah, <laughs> you about to yeah, make me do that. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. Okay, I remember it like it was yesterday um, because I always wondered what the cheddar tastes like, but I don't like peanut butter, so I kind of didn't wonder. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. But the idea of chopping and peanut butter all in one little, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's one thing. Two. Um, and that's if you believe she was reading the teleprompter, which it, you know, that seems logical. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to disagree with that. Yep. Um, uh, if you, if you thinking, if you don't follow sports, you know what I'm saying? And you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I've watched women hundreds of times say one team name. And not mean that team name because of course. in her mind she's more familiar with that team name. Of course. Um. So and their I studios, mean, their MSNBC studios, are in New York City. So maybe she was thinking the Knicks because maybe, maybe. it's the local team. Um. So maybe and uh, there goes somebody shooting me bail. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a Knicks jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I, I get it. But all that to say, I don't give a fuck what you thought. It sounded like you said nigga <laughs> on MSNBC and and um, now and not not just in reference to Kobe Bryant, but mm. in reference to a basketball team. Yeah, um, that happens to be over eighty percent black in the league, <laughs> and you called a team, you know. You know, at least to our ears, you call the team nigga. Right. Um, I don't give a flying fuck. You know, in an age in an age where us as black people are forced to be five times better um, than everybody because of our disadvantages as black people, yep. it's refreshing to see that they fired her ass. Um, Got her up out of there. Off of that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent for it. I don't no sympathy um and 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 truth be told i think she's gonna be all right in the midst of it um because i don't even know her name you know her name uh her first name is allison something now i i don't know the last name and i don't I'm care at this I'm point talking shit not be clear she is white yeah she's white i i i okay, I, so I, I, I um because i just went on that whole i just went on, on that whole thing and didn't even know and i googled honest, her i googled her um her Twitter account and her page, and I, 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 I saw what she looked like. I never even heard of her until yeah. I heard about the incident. And let's be clear, black, white, or indifferent, you should have got fired. No, nah, I, I, look, I'm, I'm black, with white, you. I'm with you 100. percent You can't make those. You can't make that mistake on television. It just can't happen. It just can't happen, and it just can't happen. You can't make that mistake when you have a teleprompter in front of you. And you're going off of script, and yeah, you throw that, that in there. That she does, 
that's the assumption that she does have a uh, a teleprompter. I mean, I guess that's a logical thing to assume, but I don't know. I didn't see it. I ain't gonna go there. I don't give a damn what was in your way. <laughs> Well, if the teleprompter say, shouldn't have been in her way. The teleprompter yeah. is supposed to help her. That's the that's, well, that's what I, that's the problem I have with it is that you you're you're a news anchor and logically and yeah, I I hear you that you don't know, but logically most if not all news anchors have teleprompters in front of them to help them read the news and spread it instead of going off script and, you know, Hopefully, not, hopefully, mess something up. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and how about this? that's supposed to help her. This? And how about this? Do you think she would have lost her job if you just would have said the Los Angeles Knicks and been wrong? Oh, of course not. Like, of, of course not. Why did you feel like you needed to? You needed to, you know, correct that mistake so fast. You yeah. would have said Los Angeles Knicks. Oh, oh, excuse me. I mean Lakers, and we would have just. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't front though. I, I, I did not like the tweet. I did not like the excuse that she made. Um I, I, I thought it was BS in, in my opinion on that. I think she should have just came out and just said, I'm sorry, I said what I said, it shouldn't have happened, I'll never let that happen again and you so know, you if they if they fire her, they fire her. Sure. You th- so you really think she meant to say niggas? I really think she meant to say it. I I I, wow. I mean I mean, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I really, I really felt like she meant to say it. In New York, I mean, look, I, and I get there are racist. They're sure, of course, there are racist people in New York, but you know better than me that in New York, even if you wanted to be racist, you certainly can't just be overtly racist in New York. Um, what, what's the girl name? Um, uh, Megan Kelly was. <laughs> Megan Kelly said nigga on TV. Uh no, but um, I know, but it it was the whole um, it was the whole black mask, black face thing that she got smoke over and she lost her job over that. I don't know. No, well, yeah, I'm I'm telling you that that's what I I I don't know what the particulars were. I just remember one day she was on, she had she did a show, and they were discussing blackface, and she said something to the effect that, um. Like it was, it was cool. It was cool for white people to imitate, um, you know, blackface, and okay. you know she oh, caught and she, and she caught that. smoke over that, and eventually okay. she lost her show because of it. Yeah, but that doesn't say I'm racist. That says I have a different opinion. Calling the, the Los Angeles, saying the Los Angeles niggas on TV for certainly connotates racism. She just feels like white people should be able to do something. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. You, like, you know what I'm saying? That's, sure. That's I, I guess it's because of what the meaning of blackface is, I guess. I guess that's where I guess the controversy took part in it, but I feel you. I, 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 I get yeah, I get the difference. I get the difference. And not to go off on a tangent, she didn't get fired because of what she said. She got fired because enough people disagreed with what she said yeah. that her hand, that the company's hand was forced. Because of the uproar. She was fired for saying nigga yep. for something that the FCC can't ride and then the backlash. I, but it was more about the FCC than than even the backlash because what I'm saying, you know, it's funny because on my timeline, it's not like a whole bunch of people was, you know, outraged or, or, or you know. Yep. It wasn't a whole bunch of that about that. Everybody was still kind of just trying to process what was happening with Kobe. Yep. So, in, in hindsight, her shit was kind of slide. Her shit was kind of, you know, on the back burner. Yep. Like, um, yep. 
Yep. But he broke FCC code being racist. If if in, if in fact, which if you believe emphatically that um, she meant to say nigga, mm-hmm. I'm saying more so that it sounded so much like nigga. The FCC couldn't. They can't just let that ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and that's then, true. And then the fact that she may or may not have confused the two team names, and you know that's just unprofessional. That's like the icing on top of the cake. She had to go one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She she but, made an but, excuse but certain, though. But but good for you. Uh, good job. Find, good luck finding another job. Um, and I hope it's not somebody will pick her up quickly because she's yeah, white. I hope it's not on camera. So. Oh, I hope it's not on camera. That's what I'm saying. So well, somebody gonna pick her up either way. It's, She'll get a job. I'm just, I'm just yep. saying. I hope it's not on camera. She don't. She don't need to be on camera. She she's, she's not popular enough for it to be on camera, in my opinion. Anyway. Well, well, I I would reckon to say that because she's not popular she can get back on camera and people would forget about what she did yeah sure sure i mean here and, and, and you know we in the microwave era we forget about shit we'll forget about it by next week real quick so let's yeah. do let's do this because I, I i know what ig live's gonna do to us in maybe the next you know couple of minutes whatever um i'm gonna just sign you off uh, ig live real quickly i'm gonna go into a break on the show and then we'll just fire back up on ig live coming out of the break uh so this thing doesn't cut off on us so um give me about minute and a half i'll bring you back on and uh we'll you know kind of go into the second segment of the show and we could continue this uh topic of giving people smoke because um i hate to tell you I don't know if I agree with you that Allison was number one on my list. Um, you might be surpri- you might be surprised to um, hear who my number one is, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about that on the other side. So, um, so I'll sign you off real quickly. And uh, folks, this is the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. It's Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, uh, here in the house. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick break here, uh, play a little bit of music and come on back and then we'll get Maestro Styles uh, back up on IG Live here real quickly here. So uh, again, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, uh, com. Also, we'll be back on IG Live right after the break.
y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. We're live on BarbershopSportsTalkPodcast.com. Also live on Instagram Live at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, so me and Maestro, we were just discussing um, a list of people who we feel like should be getting smoke um, over the weekend in regards to... Um, you know, the Kobe death and everybody else that perished in the plane uh, in the helicopter accident. Can I recap for you real can we recap real quick? Yeah, go ahead, man. Um the Washington that that person from the Washington Post who was suspended or in your or in your to your account fired. Uh huh. Um, yeah, you got what you deserve. Uh whoever that comedian was that Michael Rappaport posted um, a video of him talking about, yeah, you got what you deserve, your bitch ass is fired, that's a, your bitch ass is cancelled. Um, I don't even know who you are, and you ain't got big enough career no way. So all That's I got crazy. see is some comedian <laughs> whose name start with I, and he looked like a bam ass nigga. He automatically gets no play nowhere that I am at. Um, use a bitch ass nigga, and uh, the lady from MSNBC who was fired. Um, yeah, that way. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just glad that I don't know the comedian because I certainly would have, you know, said something on Twitter, you know, kind of fire back or whatever. But yeah, man, that that's just that's just crazy to just bring up, you know, the hate in you know in a situation like that. To everybody, let me be very clear: to anybody and everybody who feels the need to bring up some that that stuff that she that that he was uh, acquitted of Mm -hmm. and and all that, and anybody who got the audacity to bring that up as some sense of uh you know the other side of the coin you can kiss my ass and we and, and you and you the type of people i don't fuck with so so the person that i want to give some smoke to and I, I i i i hate to do this because i i know that accidents happen and you know things could be um things could be avoided if certain decisions are made and, you know, that type of thing. And no, I am not going to the pilot in this situation. So I want to, you know, make sure I get that clear. But to, to my understanding, so when you're flying an aircraft, there is this thing called air traffic control. And air traffic control is controlled by somebody who's basically monitoring the traffic in the air right so when they showed that scene of the crash site that weather looked very like it it didn't look like it was good weather like people were saying it was foggy that day um they had shut down some they had shut down some other aircrafts they had shut down some other aircrafts that normally fly over that particular point and um Usually there's a person or people that are in charge of decisions to where, hey, is it safe to fly? Is it not safe to fly? And in this case, if what I'm hearing is true and the weather was what it was, which was foggy and there weren't other aircrafts flying over that particular area, then whoever instructed um, I f- I'm forgetting the guy's name. Whoever instructed the pilot to um fly over that area, knowing that it was foggy and that there was a good chance that it wasn't going to work out well, um, 
the person who made that decision in regards to air traffic controls got to get some smoke to me. And 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 look, okay. I and look, I know, um, and and I'm and I'm not trying to um, put Kobe in a category where you know celebrities get what they want type of a thing, or it's preferential treatment, or oh, it's Kobe Bryant, oh, it's this person, oh, it's that person, you know, he's famous, she's famous, let it rock, it's all good, no problems at all. Um, I'm not, I'm Isn't not. I'm not. What's that? That's not a valid point. Well, I'm not saying that it's not a valid point. I'm just. I'm just trying. To, I'm. I'm trying to not. You know, it, with respect to Kobe, I'm not trying to put him in that category, even though that might. That may be the case. I'm just trying well, to show. Well, let me. And again, I'm, I'm. Again, I'm just trying to show. I'm just trying to show some respect to Kobe in this situation. Well, I'm, I guess what I'm asking is, is though, how is that disrespect to Kobe because he got preferential treatment for who he is? Because Kobe's no longer here, and and that's and that's really for me. That's really what it's what it all is. Um, I I don't want nobody to misconstrue what I'm saying here. Um, I I understand that most celebrities get the okay to do certain things that normally people who make decisions like this don't make. You know decisions like this you know you, you know what i'm saying but I'm, i ain't gonna lie to you i'm confused um I, I, you're confused I'm, about what um one well well let me okay I, i'll tell you what i'm confused about and i'll let you explain and i'll tell you and i'll tell you my and i'll reflect um how why is i don't understand how if kobe had preferential treatment mm-hmm and, and, you know, and that's, I don't think, okay, I'm not seeing where you're disrespecting Kobe Bryant if he had preference. Because I don't, because I don't want it to make it sound like I'm blaming Kobe. I, I, I just don't want that to be taken out of context. I'm not, again, yeah, I'm not, not I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to get stuck on, huh? That's not Kobe's fault for, that's not Kobe's fault that he got preferential treatment though. No, understood. I understand that. I'm just saying for me explaining why I'm I'm going to put some blame on the person that made the decision to tell the pilot, you know, it's okay to fly in fog in this area. Um I'm I'm just kind of bringing in the side point that I understand that most celebrities get preferential treatment and I also understand that maybe just maybe Kobe said, hey, look, I do this every day. I'm just trying to get to my academy. We got a game. I, I, I have to I have to get on this helicopter. I have to get to the um to the academy, to the gym so that, you know, my daughter can play and we can we can do that. And okay. maybe Kobe's influence may possibly persuade the decision makers to say, go ahead. It's 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 okay to fly over that area. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have enough information on that to, to give him smoke. But go ahead. Well, I'm I'm just saying that from experience, we know that there's air traffic control. We we, we know that we I, I know that the job of the people to make decisions is to monitor the traffic in the air. Um, sure. Also, also to also to monitor the weather, and if the weather is not in good conditions to be flying through that, then 
I I think it's upon the people who make those decisions to say, hey, listen, um, I, I can't let you fly this helicopter over here. I know you're trying to get to point A. I cannot let you, I cannot let you fly this thing over here. It's foggy. It's too, it's too dangerous, and we I I I I I, I, I just won't allow it. I agree that there that that we all know there's air traffic control. I don't know enough about the sequence of events that happened leading up to why or why not. I, I'm just saying I'm not going to give him smoke for that because I don't have enough information on what happened, why it happened. Why it didn't happen, you know. I'm, I can't. I, I understand. Can't, I understand. Yeah. I understand from your point, and maybe but it's, it's your list, though. What's that? But it's your list. Yeah, and and look uh, again, list, again. I and and I'm not. I'm not trying to you know make myself to be you know more so, but um, I I I fly about once a year, so I I know that these pilots have to get a certain protocol to. You know, to fly in certain areas in the air, they can't just take off and not know what conditions to expect. They have to. They have to check with air traffic control people. They they have to. You know, so in the case of the helicopter and in the case of the pilot, the pilot has to check with air traffic control to you know make sure that it's okay to fly to point point. A and point B. I I 100% understand your point. Yep. All I'm saying in rebuttal is, is that I don't know what the sequence of events were. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know what the stipulations to those rules are. I don't know what the variations to those rules are. I don't know if it was a preferential treatment thing. It's so many, there are so many variables in, in what you're saying that I can't hold, anybody accountable until more facts are released no sure sure but yeah. i i'm just and 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 my point i guess is is that um we and you're right we don't know we don't know what the sequence of events are um we don't know if it was preferential treatment but one thing i do know is that that pilot cannot fly that copter without checking with air traffic control and if the weather well, What's that? How do we know he didn't? It, it goes to your point. It, 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 maybe he just maybe he just took off and was like, "Ah, Kobe, I could get you there. I'm not going to check with these guys." Could that have happened? Sure, sure could have. Sure could have happened. Um, I, I, I just in my in my <laughs> belief and in my opinion, I, I just find it hard to believe that. And you know, you said it earlier. Kobe does this every day. This was a part of his life. And if this was a part of his life, then, you know, the people that helicoptered him, I don't know if that's a word, but the people that flew him from point A to point B done have done this on a regular basis and they know they know the protocol. <laughs> you know? Um I don't I don't know if they've flown through fog in the past. I, I, I that I don't know. Right, that's what I'm saying. That, that that that's, that's that's what I was. Yeah. That I that I don't know, but it ain't safe. I, I know it ain't safe. <laughs> I I don't I I'm I'm not gonna put no. I I, I, I know I know it's not, not I know it's not level, safe. That's not my my area of expertise. Um, I'm not even interested in reading those bylaws. If something comes out saying that something was done wrong, then I'm with you. But until then, that's just not my area of expertise. 
expertise to make that type of to say to because essentially essentially what it sounds what it sounds like you're implying is that you're blaming Kobe's death on air traffic control or on that one in, or one of or that team of people who said go ahead and fly um, or that pilot who said I'm not going to check in with air traffic control see and, and that's a those are tall accusations I'm just not ready to go there um, until until more facts are released. Sure, sure, but I, I, yeah. I, again, there's just th- there's just things that are certain, and if there's things that are certain, then it, it kind of makes you question, like, yo, like it, it wasn't it wasn't safe, it wasn't safe to fly I mean, that day. The only thing we know that's certain, but the only thing we know to be certain is that there was fog outside, and that at some point during that day, somewhere in between point A to point B. That uh, they said y'all can't, you know, let's yeah. cancel aircrafts over here. Those yep. are the only things we know, but we don't know exactly where and and uh, like the communication where they crashed. Yeah, it's so many. It's just too many variables for me to get there. That's all. That's but you know that's cool. We, that's know, cool. I don't be the dead horse. That's cool. Um, I, I guess we got to talk about TMZ. Um, because I, I I I saw some post on Facebook the other day. And um, a lot of people were complaining that TMZ released the news about Kobe and his daughter and the other people before Kobe's family found out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that it, uh, I, I guess this is I don't want to say it's difficult because I, I thought about it pretty hard and I'm kind of like, well, um. And and not to excuse TMZ, but this has sort of been TMZ's kind of reputation, in, right. in 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 a sense. Like when when I, when I think about TMZ and some of the grimy stuff they've done, I think about the Ray Rice video. I, I think about some of the other stuff. Just I mean, not to compare the Ray Rice thing to you know them breaking news about Kobe. I'm just saying that yeah. them releasing the Ray Rice video got Ray Rice out of the league. Um I don't I don't I don't know. Um Oh I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you why I'm not one of, if you're saying TMZ deserves smoke, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you too. Um and I tell you why. Uh-huh. Um for one 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 the obvious reason is is that TMZ has the reputation of being TMZ. They are nosy. They're going to report the news. Mm-hmm. They are they are the pioneers of uh, clickbait and people tuning in because of big names and big stories. They're the pioneers of that. Right. So to think that they would stray from that now is kind of uh, well. That's why I bought. Well, that's why I bought that up, and that's why for me it was a little tough because. On one hand, yeah, the family had to find out, you know, on TMZ or however other way other than people calling them. Um, but on the other and hand, that well, that we know. That, well, that we know. Again, that, that, we, that we know of. Because obviously, people are giving them smoke for, for a reason. But on the other hand, you have this reputation of TMZ, which I'll gladly say... TM, this is what TMZ does, and chances are when they break news, and I and I, I I told W about this the other day, when TMZ breaks news, they are right more times than they are not. 
I, I, so I, what's I, the difference? So what's the difference? And that was my second point. So what's yep. the difference between TMZ and MSNBC then? What's the difference between them? Yeah. What's the real difference? Oh, that they um that they they get their news right. Um, well, no, not that they get their news right more times than not, but the difference between the only difference, in my opinion. Well, why are we comparing TMZ, the two? I'm I'm just curious. Yeah, why are we comparing oh, the two? Oh, okay. I'm getting there. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm getting there. Okay. The only, the only difference between TMZ and, and what we deem as credible news news sources is that TMZ chooses to cover celebrities and things that um you know and things of that nature. Yep. But when it comes to reporting the news for mm-hmm. celebrities and things of that nature, mm-hmm. they're the best. They're the best news source in America yeah. when it comes to reporting things. Their their subject matter. Yeah. So so why are they why are they being and and, and I get it they're tabloidy they're gossipy and all those things and they follow celebrities at airports and all those things they do. Yep. But those are the reasons the very reasons why they're the best news source for those celebrity types of issues. Um and and, and, and you know it took it's, it's taken me a while to kind of come to this conclusion uh-huh. but maybe some. Maybe CBS and maybe they need to take a page out of TMZ's book so maybe they can get some news quicker and, and uh, faster and, and correct more. And maybe, um, and maybe that's why you kept hearing about Rick Fox. You kept hearing about the other daughters, Vanessa Bryant possibly being on the plane because um, somebody said that ABC kind of put that out there and just kind of left their broadcast and kind of went back to regular programming without actually addressing what they had put out there. So you have that part of it. And I think also, I think the reason why um, TMZ's getting the smoke, and I, I just remembered, um, I think the smoke started from when the sheriff in California came out and did his press conference and basically took his shots at TMZ for... But where was your ass at getting the news? Where, so, was, your, where was your credible news source getting the story? Yeah. That, yeah. That's the real question. Yeah. So you want to be mad at them, and and, and and that's cool. You're allowed to be mad at who you want to be mad at, but the truth of the matter is, is that they reported a story before anybody else, or before most people. And they got it right, and that's the most important thing. They got it right. They didn't. They weren't the ones that threw the Rick Fox name out there. They weren't the ones that threw the other daughters and his wife out there. TMZ, again, they they get this thing right more times than they don't. Yeah, they don't they don't get smoke. They don't they they, they damn sure don't get no smoke. Not for me anyway. And and, and like I said, if if, this, if the problem is if the issue is that they reported it before the family found out, well, why in the hell did they find out before the family? Yeah, like like if you're the if you're the sheriff's department, why don't you contact the family first before you know before you contact TMZ? And I don't know if yeah, I don't have no sense. They don't have no sense of secrecy, so you can't hide the story until the family finds out. If and, I mean, because I'm gonna have to assume that y'all found out first and then didn't tell the family. Then somebody from TMZ overheard job talking. Like, if it's a story you're trying to... Y'all got caught slipping if TMZ got the story from y'all. Y'all got caught slipping. Not TMZ. TMZ was doing what they always do. Right. What every news, what every news source does. 
they snoop around the store and snoop right. around wherever the scene is at trying to find a story. Yep. They found it because y'all was slacking. Yep. And I, and, I, and I make this one point and then we'll move on. Um, so I asked the question on Facebook. I, I, I was responding to somebody that was like, TMZ should be ashamed of themselves. And I and I was and I asked the question. I said, "Well, what in particularly for?" And she said, "Hey, they reported this news before the family got you know before the family got word that they lost their loved ones." And and my response was, "Well, what about the other news outlets that sort of co-signed after TMZ? What about what US News would have broke the story first? Nobody would have had a problem with it." Yeah, like, like, what about ESPN? What about Fox, CBS, NB? You know, what about what about these other folks that sort of? Because you know, when ESPN broke it, they said first report. They gave the credit to TMZ, as you know, as you should. But at that point, did did the family know at that point still? And 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 in my thinking is is that if the family hadn't had the notice. Then, by the time it got to ESPN and some of these other outlets, if you're going to give just TMZ smoke, shouldn't you give these other news outlets the same smoke? Well, of course they wouldn't do that. If though, you're if you're if you're if you're accusing if you're accusing TMZ of not being respectful to the family, then you 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 gotta you gotta stay consistent with that. If I'm somebody that's just gonna yeah, no outright outright that do sense. that. That shit sounds stupid. That shit sounds stupid that you would try to and and to that to that police officer. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you how what I think. That police officer know that a mistake happened in his department where that news got leaked to TMZ, and that he want to throw them under the bus because his department was slacking. And at the end of the day, when I these and you know what's funny about that when when the cops do these press conferences of stuff like this. More times than not, they're not believable because people are asking questions and it's it's the runaround. The, the answers is always the runaround. Oh, we'll get more information when we get to this. It's like, so why, why are you having a press conference if you're not going to tell us information? You're just here to talk? Like, I don't want to hear you just talk. I want info. And... If and you know these guys, they you know they come out. They want to bash people. They want to you know give blame to the other entity. But at the end of the day, when you watch these things and these cops come up to the podium, half the time you don't believe what they say anyway. Yeah, well, fuck them. You know, so that's how you feel. And again, again, yeah, fuck that department because they the ones because. The way I feel, they're the ones that, 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 so if your problem was the family needed to know, then my problem is, is that it leaked somehow. Because TMZ, TMZ wasn't that decided to fucking helicopter crash site. Yep. They wasn't there. Yeah. You check the people in your department. Yeah. Yeah. They told somebody. And that somebody just happened to be a TMZ reporter. Yeah. Get your department orders. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't, you don't can't tell. That. Well, you can't tell nobody. I don't care if it's TMZ or CBS or anybody. If you're the department, you you want to keep it under wraps until you at until least know that the family the is aware. Until you're ready to release the news. So RC you in the chat. To your department, whoever that dude is, you got leaks in your department, and you know it. RC in the chat. Um, he says folks are more concerned about reporting the news first. 
as opposed to reporting it accurately or waiting until family members are notified. Of course they are. Yep. Of course they are. Yeah, they care about getting it first. That's their job. And and the reality is is that all these other networks are so jealous of TMZ because they're the first ones that's on it. They put the work in. You know. Sorry. Yeah. I look, sorry. And and I and I and I and I hate to go back. I hate to go back to the Ray Rice thing, but just a, just a point about that incident that I, that I remember involving TMZ. They spent a lot of money to go to that casino in Atlantic City and get that footage when nobody else, not the networks, not even the league, wanted to get that video. And TMZ made the investment to that casino to get that footage and to expose what really happened in that video. That 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 just shows you that just if anything, that's Mamba mentality right there on TMZ's part. Hey, well, I ain't, I ain't, look, I ain't here to throw no shots no other news out there. So I'm just saying this. It's their job to deliver the news. And if CBS News or any of these other, what you deem as credible news sources, would have reported this story first, we wouldn't have had a problem with it. And that cop wouldn't have called out that those other news sources. So I, I get it. TMZ is the little, the little, you know, the little ratchet news source or whatever, you know, they deem it to be the non-credible news source. They the get it right. The matter is they got this right yeah and um if you want to say it's a morality thing about the parents well no new source has that morale so let's stop playing that game yeah so let me um i want to get to this because i mean there's there's more sports to cover here so um i mean is there really more sports to cover the super bowl (laughs) it's the super bowl for for me it's the super bowl number one um i do got to give a shout out to dusty baker for getting the Astros job, um, black man. Quick. Huh? I hate the same. I hate the same on this. On this kind of, um, <laughs> you, you know, it's like if it's like congratulations, but like right now, like right now, what? Congratulations, my G. I, like right now, like this whole Kobe shit is is, is is you know what I'm saying. I don't even really want to talk about the Super Bowl. Like if I'm keeping it a bean, I know we gotta. You know, talk about it because it's the Super Bowl. But no, I, mean, I, I mean, I, I feel you. I mean, and, shit, and 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 I, I feel you. And and that's sort of that was my feeling. Maybe in the last, you know, twenty four hours, I, I I feel you on that. But I I, I just didn't think that one hundred percent of the show was just going to be you know strictly Kobe. I I, I didn't think that either. I mean, um, I mean again. Well, I keep it. A, I keep it a being with you. We had an hour and thirty on Kobe. Well, I mean, what, I mean, what, what other angles do we have on this though? Like, I mean, look, look, we stretching the news thing. I'll say this in closing because I see uh, line is eighty five fifty six. We need to remember to be human first. These snitches and reporters need to ask themselves if this is how they want new, the news of their family members passing through a news source before reporting. Of course. And, and, and I'll say this to her and everybody else, of course, and of course, we wouldn't want, <laughs> we would want to know in a more intimate setting. But the fact of the matter is, is that <laughs> their job and, uh, you know, look, the world ain't, niggas is not, niggas is not moral. That's just, that's just the bottom line. Niggas, 
the reason, you know, there is a, a, a balance and maybe an unhealthy balance of morality, of immorality that put, that's getting put into being a big news corporation where, because it's a battle to get the story first and report the story first. That's the battle between news sources. So morality does, morality does get skewed, but it's what keeps those news sources being the top news sources in the country or in the world because they have the ability to report the story first. And, um, unfortunately, morality goes outside of that. And (laughs) that's just what it's going to be. But let's not act like, um, let's not, that cop calling out TMZ, that wouldn't have happened if that was U.S. News, MSNBC, CNN. If it was any of these what we deem credible news sources, this would this cop would not be calling out that news source. And so if we could respect it from CNN, then we got to respect it from TMZ. And if you're saying you don't respect it from CNN and all those other news sources, then fine, I'm with you. But the fact of the matter is, is that none of these news sources have that morality that we are asking them to have because we want this we want the news hot we want it the dif- the different the, the difference news. is the morality that's the not the morality the difference is the reputation between the news sources tmz's reputation is different from the other you know higher up sources and and, yeah, and I mean, and that's unfortunate because TMZ because gets the news correct most of the time. Yeah, it, it can't be a bad. At, at this point, we got to stop acting like they have a bad reputation for reporting the news in their subject matter because they're the best at it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Period. They're yeah. the best at delivering news in their subject matter. Yep, and and they're jealous God about it. Shout out to uh, Takia Marshall in the chat room. Uh, says they're doing their job. Yeah, exactly. They they're just doing what they do best, and that's get the news. They get it right and they put it out there. It's just what they do. But look, man, if 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 you're not gonna talk Dusty Baker, I'm just gonna take like thirty seconds to talk Dusty Baker. Um, I'm glad he got the job as a black manager in the league. I am too. By the way, he's got he's got a roster. He's, he has that. Um, I, I would be lying to you if I, I, if I said that I'm not concerned about them this coming season. Because my expectation was that they were just going to strip the entire roster just based off of, you know, the whole cheating stuff. But it appears that they're not going to do that. And so they get, they get a really good, good manager. So I, I just want to say that about and Dusty Baker. Done for the team. What's that? Is the punishment done for the team? Um, I think so, man. Um, you, you know, you know what's funny about that. So, um, and we didn't talk about this last week, but um, the Mets had to let Carlos Beltran go because he was yeah. a player on that Astros team that yeah. was involved with the scandal and everything. 
Um, I thought what was interesting about it was that when the report came out with all the players' names on the report, the announcement was it was this amount of players plus Carlos Beltran. Like, that's the way they labeled that list. Yeah. Like, they called... They called Carlos Beltran out, um, yeah, and, but 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 not but not so much that it was a big name, but the fact that they called him out was because he's in a managerial position. Yeah. Um, but I I wouldn't necessarily call like I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as a big name because if you look on the Astros roster, I could point about maybe two names that are bigger than Carlos Beltran. And um, are those names listed? What's that? Are those names listed? Um, they gotta be. Yeah, who who, who else is on there from from that from that team? Who else is, could be on there? Well, who's a bigger name than Carlos Beltran? Is what I'm getting at. Um, Verlander was on that team. Um, um you, I, I get he's the better player now. I don't know if he's a bigger player than Carlos Beltran or or, or a bigger or a bigger. He he's a bigger he's a bigger name. I I think at this stage. Of the game, okay. he was a but big. He's a bigger name than Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran has given more to baseball career-wise than Verlander. Um, I I would say they. I mean, they play different positions. So, well, it, no, no, I'm talking. I'm talking in the in the sense that not only has he been a great player, Beltran, but he's also a coach or he's a, on the staff now. Well, let's remember right. this is his. This was his first. Um, managerial position. I get that. I'm just saying that. Okay, well, let me ask: Who's been in the league longer? Um, ooh, I I think Beltran by maybe a couple years. Don't I'm quote me on that, but I think I think it's Beltran by a couple years. Who's been a star longer? Who's been a star longer? Yeah. Uh. I get Verlander's hotter now. Who's been a star longer? Well, Verlander's been hot his whole career. That dude's going to the Hall of Fame. And and so was Carlos Beltran. And I and I'll just I'll get my point out because you know I'm not the baseball dude. Yep. I know Carlos Beltran's name before I know Jason Verlander's name. Sure. I know who both of the players are. Sure. So my point is is that so my point is is that with that along with the fact that uh, Beltran got a uh, a different job. Like yep. He's not just a player anymore. He's now a, uh, a manager. Yeah, he got a manager position. Yeah. That's a, that is now a more notable name than Jason Verlander, who's just a player. While a big player is a different is a different is a different level uh, of notoriety yeah. when you've done when you're doing both. I I disagree. In just just and in the I, and then not to cut you off and then not to cut you off. When that list, and, 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 and I mean, it says it in the headline that you just showed me. They said Carlos Beltran and then other players. Didn't even mention any of the other players. They could have easily said in that headline, Beltran, Verlander, uh, X, Y, and Z. But they, they, but they, they didn't. And there's a reason why they didn't. And the reason why I'm saying they didn't is because Beltran is more notable in the sense of his career and the sense that he's also a manager right now. I'm not. I get that Verlander is the better player right now. Yeah. I, I mean, Verlander's not even playing right now. Right. But um, when it talk, when when you're talking about contribution to baseball and contribution to this story, perhaps. Uh huh. Beltran was the more notable name. Um, I disagree 
in a sense okay. that that was the reason why Major League Baseball decided to display it the way they displayed it. Um, the fact that the Astros players haven't received any punishment yet for this should sort of give an indication of why those names weren't released. Um, Do you think they're going to receive punishment? Um, like I, said, I just literally asked that. It's a good. I don't know, and and that's the thing. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that Carlos Beltran's name was called out for one because he took the manager's job with the with the Mets, and number two, and number two, the league didn't want to be held responsible for putting the punishment on Carlos Beltran. See, the way they did it was they put his name out there just so that the Mets could make that decision. If Carlos Beltran was a player, he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been called out on that list. If Carlos Beltran was still a player in the league, he wouldn't have been called out. They called him out because he's they called him out because another team hired him and the league doesn't want to have the responsibility of punishing him. So the Mets basically did that for the league. Okay, I, 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 I don't want to drag this out. I, I disagree though. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just because saying it, it. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. It, it, it makes, it okay. makes all the sense. Cause I mean, you talk about stars. I mean, the Astros no, have not, stars on there. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna drag this out, but I'm gonna try so we can talk about Super Bowl. Um, the, the media wrote this story. Is this? You, you broke up for a minute. What'd you say? I said I'm correcting the fact that the media wrote this story. Um, the media wrote the story, but the league, the league themselves, came out and said we have this number of players on this list plus Carlos Beltran. That's that's what the that's what the league put out there, and the question that everybody was asking was why are you just naming Carlos Beltran and not Jose Altuve or Dallas Keuchel or Justin Verlander. Like, why are you keeping those names unidentified and you're just putting that guy's name out there? What is the, what is, what is the league's motive in doing that? So when the league released the information that those players and those coaches were in, in, in trouble, let's just say, for lack of a better word. Yep. The media then takes that information and writes headlines on them. Correct? Sure. 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 Or that—that's what happens when the when the baseball as a as a corporation releases information. Sure. They re- the ba- baseball didn't release information and say Carlos Beltran and these players. The base baseball released the, the corporation of baseball, the MLB, said these list of players, these people are, are in trouble, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. The media then takes that information and writes a headline off of it. And right? what's the what's the headline? The headline is what you just told me, if I'm not mistaken. The headline is Carlos Beltran and other Astros players are in trouble. No, 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 no. I, well, okay, I, I can't, I can't say no because 
I didn't read any of those stories. Again, okay, the well, league, hold on, hold on, the league now. came out and said this. The the, the, league, the league displayed it this okay. way for a reason. Hold on, no, 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 no. The league relayed it that who when you heard that, where did you hear it from? From the commissioner. So the commissioner, so the commissioner came out on TV and said it. I don't know if he came out on TV and said it. I it was it was announced. He came out in a press conference. It it, it was a it was it was a press conference. It it, it was a press conference. The commissioner did a press conference, and he he came out and said we have these list of players plus Carlos Beltran involved with the Astros cheating scandal. So the question so the question was why did the commissioner call out Carlos Beltran and not call out the other players on the list. So my question is, did he, did in that press conference, quote, he said, quote, Carlos Beltran and these other players are in trouble, or did they take... So when you read the story... It said in quotations, or or paraphrasing, in some type of a quotation, it said Carlos Beltran specifically. Well, I didn't read a story. Let me let me let me backtrack. I didn't I didn't read okay, a story. So I didn't read is, a headline. I just know that the so commissioner had a the commissioner had a press conference, and and again, the he came out and said these are the players plus Carlos Beltran. That were involved in the Astros um, cheating scandal. So my so did he name those? I'm, I'm really getting to a point. Did he name in that press conference? Right. Did he name those players in the press conference? No, he didn't. He didn't. So you heard him not. So you heard him in the press conference not name those players. He did not name the players on that list. So you heard the press conference. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He did not name. Any of those as of the current and anybody that was on that roster that year, their names. <laughs> so you're saying, so you're implying that. Okay, let me before I before I come to your implication or what I think you're trying to imply. You heard the press conference. Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard people okay, on so sports heard, talk, and then and then after that, I after that. I've heard okay, other. So I've heard other. That's, that's, what, that's exactly my point. That's what? Exactly my point. You're saying that you heard a. So you didn't hear out the commissioner's mouth him say players and Carlos Beltran. You heard a sportscaster say players and Carlos. No, 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 Beltran. no, no. no. I, I said, and I said, no. I, you're not listening. I said after I heard the commissioner's press conference, then I started uh-huh. to hear. Then I started to hear other individuals on sports talk radio. Echoed the same thing, like like okay. I'm, like like when I first heard the commissioner say it, I said I'm like, okay, why is he, why he just say Carlos Beltran's name and not the other players on the list? Are you talking about the commissioner? The commissioner, right? The commissioner. Okay. And then when I started to hear people on talk radio talk about it, they sort of echoed the same thing and they asked the same question, like, wait, like I mean, obviously. We can research the Astros roster and know who was on that team that year, but the fact that you came out that he came out with the report and decided, oh, we have these names on this list 
plus Carlos Beltran. Um, it to me, and this again, this is my opinion. It sounds to me like the league didn't want to punish Carlos Beltran. I think their way of trying to get the Mets to make that decision for them was to throw his name out there so that the Mets could okay. make that decision. Okay, so my next question is, is why would the league not want to punish Carlos Beltran? Why would they not want to? Yeah. Well, the reason they would not want to is because, one, the Mets weren't involved in the cheating scandal. Think about it. You had Alex Cora, right? Alex Cora was a part of that staff um, with the Astros. He then gets the Red Sox job, and then there was an investigation with the Red Sox that the league investigated, and now he's gone. So um, so the difference here is, is that um, it was easier for the league to come down on both the Astros and the Red Sox because those were the two teams involved in the investigation and in the scandal. The Mets aren't involved in that. So for the league to just come and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to suspend you for the year or, you know, X amount of games, and the Mets had nothing to do with the scandal, that puts the Mets in sort of a, in sort of a bind. So I think by them putting his name out there, I think the league put the Mets in a situation to say, hey, it's on you. You know what I mean? Like, you can you can either keep Carlos Beltran or you can move on from him. But we're not going to okay. make that decision. Okay, so if they decided to not uh, fire Carlos Beltran, you don't think that baseball would have uh, handed down a sentence? If the, you said if the Mets hadn't fired him or hadn't, you know, parted yeah. ways, you're saying? Yeah. Um, I, him, I, ways, right? I, I, I don't know. I, that, that I don't what, know. I what, just, I, I just, I just know is. that I found it odd that they just called him out and not the rest of the players. And they called him yeah. out because he's a manager that just got a job in the league. And, the, and they, and the league doesn't want to punish a guy on a team that had nothing to do with the scandal. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't baseball's fault that he broke the law. Why would they, why, why would they, why would they give a fuck about the Mets as a team for them hiring somebody who did something he ain't had no business doing? Because the Mets weren't involved in the scandal. All right, but they hired somebody who was. Okay. But so I don't, I, I, I don't get I don't get your logic in that just because just because the Mets hired him that they're gonna leave it up to the leave it up to the Mets to fire him because we don't want to make y'all suffer for your hire. I don't, I don't understand the logic. But it's but it's not the suffer. But but see that's where you're wrong. It's not the suffering for the hire. It's the suffering for what these two other franchises were involved in. You got to remember what the punishment is for in the first place. No, they are suffering because he was involved in it and they hired him. It's not just the organization. The players make the organization. The players and the staff make the organization. He was a part of the player and staff that that made that foul, that did something wrong. No, I, I, no, I, I, you're right about that part. I, I'm, my point is, is that I don't, I don't think 
the league thought that it was in their best interest to make that decision for the Mets. I think they wanted to leave that decision in the hands of the Mets. And the Mets but they're not did. making a decision for the Mets. They're making a decision for baseball because you just can't break the law and then go to another team and decide, oh, I'm scot-free off of it. I got away with it. Well, that well to me, that's what they thought. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not telling you that, you know, there was logic behind their thinking. I'm just telling you that this is what they did. They, they released his name. They left the other players who are still players, you know, unidentified. And, I mean, obviously... I think we know who the players are. It's just that they weren't called out on the list. And to me, it's yeah. like, look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hand down this punishment, and I and I and I kind of disagree with with what somebody said um, a few weeks ago that it's impossible to punish an entire um, te- a baseball team. No, the hell, it's not. <laughs> you you got you got triple A, you got double A baseball, you got players in a farm system that you could call up don't tell me that it's impossible to hand down suspensions to players that were involved yeah so that's my so that's my problem with it it's like if you're gonna call out carlos beltran call out everybody else don't just single one guy out that that was my whole problem with it like i said like i said and i hear you and i hear your point i don't agree with it and i'll leave it there i don't agree i don't think they called him out because they was trying to force the Mets' hand to fire him. I just don't believe that. So do you think the Astros are going to get punishment? The Astros players are going to get punishment? No. I, I, I don't either. Because I think they would have did it by now. Right. And and, and, and they, they would have called their names out by now. <laughs> well, no, I don't even think it was because of that. Because I think if they would have called their names out, there probably would have been a backlash saying, hey, why well, haven't y'all fired these? I mean, haven't y'all disciplined these, guys, these cats yet? Because other people involved, I was Cora and whoever else, yep. they were disciplined. So why wasn't everybody else involved disciplined? Because um, I don't think they was. I don't think they was forcing their hand. I think that that was the more no- like I said in the beginning. I think that was the more notable name, or maybe the most involved, or maybe uh, or you know what I'm saying something of that nature. But I don't think they were trying to make the Mets um, fire him because of that. I mean, because they could have just punished them and that just been the end of it. Mm-hmm. Or, but do you think it's because he's a manager? And and I, I guess it's kind of getting back to my point. I think because he finally has a managerial position, uh, that's part of why they let him go. But but in but in but if that's the case, he don't even deserve a managerial job because he's known to be a cheater. I, I no, I I agree with you there. So my no, point my point no. is if he if Belt if for me Beltran is still a player. He's not called out on that list. Beltran was called out. The league obviously wanted to, you know, hand some punishment towards him, but they felt like, oh, we we don't we don't want to put the Mets in a bind. Let them do it. I don't think they give a fuck about putting the Mets in a bind. I don't think they give a fuck about that. Uh, obviously, well, to me, it sounded like they did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it sounded like they, they did. Give- you know, yeah, I don't think they gave a fuck about putting the every, I mean, I mean, this whole thing, right? Like this whole, you know, the suspensions, the cheating, that this whole thing just like it, it makes no sense, you know, and like the decisions that was made and, you know, the league's well, what, approach to it it, it. it just everything doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know. And I'm because to be honest with you, I don't care. The Nationals got their chip. I don't give a fuck. Um, but. 
I, I, I'll say in, in my common sense mind, and maybe I don't have all the information that you have on it, um, but from a logical standpoint, it makes no sense to not punish a player after the league because you don't want to put a team in a bind because they had nothing to do with it. The fact of the matter is is that if he got away with it, he got a pretty good shot of trying it again. Well, sure, sure. Because he got away with it. And, you know, maybe, and, and then maybe on the Mets' part, maybe not doing enough due diligence to say, hey, um, you know, like when the fir- when the story first That's broke out months ago, on the Mets' part, maybe it was, well, if you knew the story was coming out and if you knew that an investigation was pending, you you decided to still keep the guy around and to just kind of be like, all right, we'll just, we'll just throw it under the rug. It's not going to be serious. This is not going to affect us or whatever. And then next thing you know, he gets called out. Um, the league doesn't do anything, um, and the Mets and the Mets happen to do something. <laughs> yeah, I think they knew. I, 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 the Mets, I right? In baseball. Yeah, I believe in I baseball. Agree. So I believe, just like any other sport, the circle is small. Niggas just don't snitch. They knew what was going on. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. The Mets knew something. Yeah. So if I'm to go under that assumption that they knew. Then they got what's coming to them. They I, the, baseball ain't trying to trying to. Uh, but no, they, they well they didn't get what was at least they didn't get what was coming to them from the league. What's coming to them is what I'm saying. What's that? Well, if he's gone, then the Mets are affected. That was your whole point, right? Well, no, my point was was that the Mets had to do the league's dirty work. Is my point. But they don't. But but they did. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They did. I don't think they did. They didn't do that. They didn't do their dirt. They didn't do the dirty work because the MLB uh, put out some statement saying Carlos Beltran and nobody by saying his name by name, calling him out, no other player. That's not why they fired him. They fired him for the same reason the Red Sox fired Alex Cora. I understand that they're also in investigation with the Astros, but you think they want MLB all of a sudden coming up in their organization, making sure they're not cheating? Well, no, well, well, yeah. I mean, that's well, that's part of it. But I, I also think, I think the, that's it. I, well, I think the other part of it is that if they start getting smoke from fans and any other external distractions, then the Mets got to do what smoke? they got to do. If who got smoke? The Mets. Like if that's the Mets. Like if the Mets. Like if there was like a PR nightmare. Like it. Like that's let's say. What I just said. Huh. That's literally what I just said. So again. They're not doing the MLB's dirty work. They're doing what they think is best for their organization. But they, but they, but 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 basically, they did what MLB wanted them to do at the end of the day, regardless yeah, of how, saying. regardless of how they went about it, regardless of if they thought though, if they were going to keep them or not. They your initial argument was the MLB forced the Mets' hand. I'm saying the MLB did not force the Mets' hand. The Mets realized, oh shit. This nigga might be bad PR for us. Let's part ways. The MLB had nothing to do with it. Sure, sure. If the MLB wanted to punish him, they could have just punished him. But they didn't. <laughs> they didn't punish him for whatever reason. They didn't punish him. But I'm saying that they could, if they wanted to punish him, mm-hmm. they could have just did it. They didn't. They don't gotta send out no smoke signals and, sure. or ask the Mets to do it for the Mets' uh, well-being. Because the fact of the matter is, the nigga cheated. Sure. Yeah, we we don't we don't disagree that Beltron was part we of disagree. the scandal. We don't disagree about yeah, that. I'm, I'm sure where we disagree, and I'm, I'm clear where we disagree. We disagree. You're saying that you feel like the MLB 
singled out Carlos Beltran's name to send a smoke signal out to the Mets saying, hey, you might want to get rid of this dude before we have to get rid of him for you. Yeah. I'm saying they didn't do that. I'm saying that the MLB could have just said, I don't give a fuck about your team. You have a cheater on your team who did my corporation dirty, and he got to pay the penalty for that. They don't have no, they don't got to cut no cars or, 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 or look out for the Mets as if the Mets is the, 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 uh, preferent, they, they got preferential treatment in the league. That's just not the case. And if that, and if that's the case to your point, then name the other players on the list. You know what I'm saying? They, that's, but that comes to my, but that comes to my initial point that, that started this whole conversation. They didn't single out Carlos Beltran because uh, because of uh, um, I'm losing weight uh, because they wanted to send a smoke signal. They they singled out Carlos Beltran because Carlos Beltran is the most notable name in that list of players. Mm, I disagree, but we could you know we'll, we'll just agree to disagree on that one. Um, let's talk Super Bowl, man. The Chiefs are winning. I don't care. Well. I mean, we we kind of broke it down. If if that's what you want to call breaking it down, last week, um, I, I I I I feel like the Chiefs are going to win too. Um, I, I really, uh, but I here's what I do see though. I I do see it being a shootout though. I I I do see it being a a thirty five thirty one type of a football game. Nah, I mean, look, I'm not saying the Forty Nine is going to get blown out. What I am, though, saying is uh, much like they did in um, in Tennessee, shut down the running game the best you can and hope and hope and, and, and dare Jimmy G to win in a shootout. And so if I had to if I had to call a score mm-hmm. right now, I think I give the 49ers 20, 24 ish. I give them my 24. Okay. Uh, Chiefs going to score. Chiefs going to score thirty five to forty. Okay, so like the same score in the Titans game. It was like thirty five to twenty four. It's going to be something. It's going to be something like that. I okay, mean, um, so you see it going like the Niners similar. are down like big. You see the Niners going down like big. I see them going down in the third. I see them going down in the third quarter. Um and 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 Jimmy G actually having to throw more and in the uh, minute. Minnesota game, and like we've seen, um, and uh, you know, the only other game I can think of off my dome is the Pittsburgh game, where he had a lot of uh, fumbles and yep. things that, that nature. Jimmy G is going to have to be a uh, at least a middle of the pack quarterback to have a shot, and I don't think that he's not a middle of the pack quarterback. I just think that this moment, I get, oh, you know, I hear people talking about. Oh, he he know what it takes to be in the Super Bowl. Oh, because he's behind Brady and yeah, like nah, nah, it's different when you got yeah. Nah, I'm I'm not gonna go there. I'm I'm not I'm not using that um synopsis and I I just lost Maestro right there. Um, folks, let me uh let me see if I could get him back on real quick just to kind of finish up uh this discussion here. But um, yeah, I I I got the Chiefs winning this game. Like thirty one, like thirty five to thirty one, and I think it's gonna be like a, I think it's gonna be like a back and forth type of a game. Um, to be quite honest with you, I I don't see the Niners going down, you know, 
two scores. I, I, I really don't see that, you know, kind of being the case there. And so um, as, as I get Maestro back here up on Instagram live here at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, by the way, we're also uh, live on the website at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast uh, dot com. Um, I, I just think this game's just going to be back and forth. Um, the Niners all year long haven't given me a reason to think that they're going to be down big. And and Maestro, we just got Maestro back on here. So. Yeah, my, yeah. So, as soon as that bitch went off, I said, man, I shouldn't have stretched that damn baseball conversation. And you dug me into that, that shit again. Well, damn the baseball conversation. But, um, yeah, I, I was just saying that I, I, I kind of see the Super Bowl. I... I, for some reason, I don't see the 49ers being down by two scores um, to have to kind of fight their way back into the game. I, I really kind of see this as a, a tit-for-tat, you know, shootout. And, you know, obviously Mahomes will, you know, get the best of them at the end. Um, I just, I mean, when you, and I haven't watched all the 49ers games, but the games that they lost, um... The game at Baltimore by field goal. Um, the Falcons game where, you know, they scored the touchdown at the end. The Falcons, that is. That was, I think, by like a couple points there. And I, I forget the, oh, the Seattle game that they lost um, by a field goal. Um, it's it, it's it's going to be hard to put this Niners team away. It, it, I guess is the point I'm trying to get to. They haven't been down like that pretty much all year long. And I, and, and I just think to expect yeah. them to all of a sudden, you know, be succumbed to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and, 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 let's, and let's be real about this. Kansas City Chiefs defense, you know, spotted the other team some points in the first couple of playoff games. So if the Titans could put up 17 early and the Texans, you know, put up the 24. And granted, that was aided by some, you know, special teams in there. Um, I don't see why the Niners can't, you know, put up a quick 10, 12 points, you know, early and, you know, kind of, you know, put the Chiefs, you know, backs behind the wall. I I, I, I could see something like that happening. I, I don't see the Niners, you know, being down so big in this game that they got to fight back and then, you know, they just, you know, the Chiefs pull away. Um, well, like I said, it is, like I said, it's going to be tight in the first half. Um, they're going to pull away in the third. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of been, that's kind of been where I'm at. They're going to put away in the third. And I go, yeah, they're going to fight. Of course, the 49ers are going to fight. They're they there for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but I, I tell you this, the major difference between uh, the 49ers three losses and Patrick Mahomes, and I get Russell Wilson is in that is in that loss category, but um, even when you're talking about Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson don't got these receivers. Um, speed wise, I mean, they don't have that tight end. Um, they don't have that tight end. Uh, sure, you know, uh, I, Tyler Lockett is a, a good wide receiver. He's not a number one. DK Metcalf is a number one in the making, but he's not there yet. Sure, um, sure. Tyreek Hill, I don't even, you know, I'm still, you know, you know my how I feel about Tyreek Hill, but yep, in that offense, he's pulling it off. So. You know, don't be surprised if Sammy Watkins have a game. Well, Ty- well, Tyreek Hill's best attribute is his speed. 
Sure. If he asks me. My point is that he's not a number one, but in that offense, he's a number one. No, sure. I I, I totally get that. But I, I just don't want it to get it misconstrued that Tyreek Hill's got the best hands in the league. I don't wanna I don't wanna get into that because I don't think that's his best attribute. It it's it's his speed for me. But getting to the 49ers for a minute, I'll go back to that Saints game um at the dome. It's like week fifteen, week fourteen yeah, or something like that. Bro. What's up? I'm sorry, that's not Well, it's it's an anomaly in a sense that you know Jimmy G went toe for toe with Drew Brees, but I'm I'm more so comparing, and it's not a it's not an exact comparison to the Chiefs. Saints got a little bit of speed on that team, also. It's not to the equivalent of the Chiefs, but Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the game. He's I I get his hands are elite, but Michael Thomas can burn you. Um, Alvin Kamara, while, I mean, he's had a quiet year, um, that's a guy that could, you know, could burn you. I mean, I, I thought the Niners did a pretty good job with the Saints. And the Saints, at that point, were playing some good defense at that point. Drew Brees ain't Patrick Mahomes, bruh. No, and, and again, you're, you're, you're proving my point that I get that they're not equally you know, comparable, but if I had to pick a team that's closest to the Chiefs, it would be the Saints. Yeah, but the problem is that while they are comparable, well, they are they are the best comparison. Yeah. That team is still just not a comparison because, yeah, Michael Thomas is probably is a top five receiver in the league, but Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins kind of make that up, and those are two guys you got to deal with. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Travis Kelsey is the, you know, I think I got George Kittles over him, but he's definitely number two. Yeah. He's the number two tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. And for a reason, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league for a reason. And it's, and it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, I get it. 49 defense is stout. Um, yeah, and that's, and that's where we got to give a little bit of respect to, even though I think they're going to give up 35 points well, to the Chiefs. Again, again. I, th- I don't think 45-24 is disrespect. I, I think that once you – it's not a disrespect to the defense, I mean. Because mm-hmm. when you're talking about um, getting into shootout territory, because that's what will have to happen for the 49ers to even remotely have a shot. When you're talking about that, now you're asking Jimmy G to be – to play to play kind of bar for bar with – Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's a situation where he's going to do that if they for a second think they got to, like, if they think for a second they have to get away from the running game. Mm-hmm. The, I think they're, they, I think, they, I think they're going to do it. I just think they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to go bar for bar with Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Jimmy G's going to go bar for bar with Patrick Mahomes and that's why it's going to be 45-24-ish in my, in my book. Oh, you you went up on the points because you said thirty five to forty. Now you're going forty five. Okay, I'm sorry. I said that. I meant thirty five to forty. I didn't mean that. Oh, okay. But but, but to make it a solid score, I'll say forty to twenty four. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see, man. We'll see, man. Um, you ain't call the score though. I, I didn't hear you call the score or anything. Thirty five, thirty one. I oh okay. I, yes, I did. I did. You said that. My fault. Yeah, yeah. Thirty. I, I, yeah, thirty five, thirty one. I I think it'll it'll be back and forth. I just think the better quarterback. Is gonna win the football game in the end, and and that's Patrick Mahomes. So, and um, coach, Andy Reid and Shanahan. In terms of co- who has the advantage? Yeah, 
Um, Andy Reid has the advantage. Okay. Um, and I and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, you you could just pick up. I mean, I can run the football on on that team. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something good, man. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you something good. Let's not never forget. Let's not never forget that Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in Atlanta. Yep. In the Super Bowl. Yep. We're, we're not, we we don't we won't forget. We won't yeah. forget. And who knows? Maybe he learned his lesson. Who knows? I, I don't know. Or maybe it's a habit. Maybe, well, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah. you, you talk about anomalies. That was an anomaly. What? The way he called the rest of that Super Bowl when he was with the Falcons. Was it? What makes you so sure? I can't think of another time he's called the game that way to where they blew a game. I mean, but where? I mean, but come on, that's 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 not a that's not. A, but you don't follow the the Falcons enough to have an assessment of that. You get what I'm saying? Well, didn't he leave the Falcons after that? Huh? Didn't didn't he leave the Falcons after that Super Bowl? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just talking about in in him calling games for the Falcons or whatever he's called games. We don't we don't you can't you can't trace back a game because we don't follow it like that. That was the Super Bowl, so of course we it was it was a big story the mistake he made that was like a historical yeah it was a, yeah it was a big story it's not like so it's not like we follow his coaching strategies you know we don't know his tendencies to do that is what i'm getting at no i i, I hear you but i felt like if we knew about it that people would make a big deal about it is i guess is what i'm saying I think they would only make a big deal about it in the super bowl when you came back from 25 points down sure sure but I, but I also think if if those tendencies were to continue post the Super Bowl, I think we'd hear more about it then. Yeah, but then you got to recognize that he wasn't on a good team like that next year in San Fran. No, I mean, good point. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking, man. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm just talking. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad that Eli is out of the league, man. And, and and quite frankly, it's it's three years, four years overdue, yep. in, in my eyes, man. But um, congratulations, I guess. On a, he did have a good career. Um, yes, he's going to make the Hall of Fame, and you know, yeah. And I guess because in my eyes, he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I guess. But everybody's going to argue me down. He's still not a Hall of Famer to me. So what? No. No, I don't think he is, but I'm I'm not well, gonna. He missed the game, and he's seven all time in passing yards. I, I get it. Yeah, I'm. I, I won't ignore the. I won't ignore the Iron Man streak. I, I'm. I'm not gonna ignore that part of it, and I'm not gonna ignore the fact that he was a part of a team that basically stopped a, a, another team yeah. from being undefeated. Because that was Any a big deal. Any 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 quarterback that wins two Super Bowls in Teflon, that 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 I think for me that's where it boils down to. Yep. Yep. Um. So the Chargers said they're moving on from Philip Rivers, which is not a surprise, being that um he packed up and moved to Florida, and it sounds like they're gonna you know go in a different direction. Sure, um, should. But I don't. But I don't know. I still don't know if Philip Rivers is gonna hang it up or not. In my opinion, I think he should because I think he's washed up at this point. Um, I I, I shoot him some bail. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him somewhere else for one more year. Tampa, maybe. But anywhere, just 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 so I know, 
so 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 the lines the the blurriness and the lines of uh not being sure can forever be broken i would like to see him somewhere one more year uh, i i wouldn't i wouldn't he, he could go with eli for all i care yeah you know get get the, get these young guns in here man you know, like you said, you, you you don't see another old man winning a Super Bowl. Let's let's get sure. these let's get these young mean, cats in here. That don't mean they don't have a place in the league, though. It just means they won't win Super Bowl. No, I get it. I get it. I I I yeah, I've yeah, seen I, I, I've I, seen I enough. What's if, up? If, if 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 I needed a quarterback and I thought I had a Super Bowl team, I'd give them one more year. Yeah. Who who's who's that team right now? Was it the Titans? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, the Titans, maybe. Yeah, that's the only place I could think of where. Like the rest of the parts of the team look solid, but they they just need a quarterback to maybe take them over the top. Yeah, that's maybe it. I don't know. Um, but like I said, it's not like again, it's not like I, again, it's not like I got him winning the Super Bowl no matter where you go. I, for me, all I'm trying to get to the point that I don't I don't know if he's washed up. He looked that way in San Diego the past two years, but I, I think it may have had something to do with the team. Um, and he might just he might just need a culture change. He might be able to play two more years if he got a good team around him. I'll slightly disagree and say I'll, I'll point more to the offensive line not being as good versus the versus the team itself because okay. that team that team's got some pretty good you know players on there. Okay. I mean, if yeah. you if you want to talk about talent, I mean, I think Keenan Allen is a is a good wide receiver. I think Melvin Gordon is, you know, one of the better backs, top 10 back in the league. Um, Joey Bosa is a good pass rusher. Um, what's the other other guy uh, on the other I, side of him? I, I hear you, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, it's not it like is... this team is full of, like, practice squad guys. I mean, they got guys that can make the Pro Bowl. I mean... <laughs> I think for me, it's the offensive line for that team, and I think that's where that's why uh, Philip Rivers been turning it over a lot. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he just need a culture change for me. I just want to see him go somewhere else to see if it, if it, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm done with him, man. Um, so I got nothing else, man. Uh, yeah. Just gonna you know kind of close this thing out real quick and uh, give a shout out to everybody, uh, RC. Takia Marshall in the chat here, Big Kev, and everybody else that was in the IG chat. Uh, big shout out, and we appreciate the love, and we appreciate you tuning into the show here. Um, so check us out on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, also on the Facebook page, also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Also, you can find us on the YouTube channel. Um, you could actually you can listen to this episode on YouTube um, for folks that um, not hip. You could do that now. So uh, make sure you all just subscribe to the channel. Um, also, if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can email us at barbershop sports talk one at gmail dot com. So um, if Maestro, you got nothing else, man, I'm, I'm going to just bow out and, uh, you know, call it quits here. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. We'll be back next week with another dope episode, y'all. Peace out.
Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.